to the Sports Coach Sportscast. Cast. It's going to be a good one here today. Episode 6. Yeah. Um, we've got CHC Sports, a very special guest. Yes. Yep. Then we've got Sports News and our picks from last week and our Week 10 preview. Of course. This is going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. Um, so starting out with the CHC, CHC Sports schedule. schedule. Uh, he's got it. He, Ben's Thursday, got it. JV football versus, got Lo- versus Loyola, 4 p.m. home. Friday, varsity hockey versus the Kiskey School, 6.45 p.m. Um, home. Saturday, varsity football at MSJ at 12 p.m. Be there. Be square. It is a playoff <laughs> game. Yeah. The uh, first round. Sunday, varsity cross country away, 12 p.m. I don't know their opponent. Um, Monday, varsity hockey at Bishop Ireton. It's a big week. 6 p.m. The CHC soccer team became consecutive MIAA A-conference championships. Goals from Ryan Bilal and Richie Monath. This is the second year in a row Richie Monath has scored a double OT goal. In the rain, it it was a very nice aesthetic. It was beautiful. Um, CHC claims the three seed. The football team. They claim the three seed after a win over Pilates. Right, 21-0. 21-0. It was a rout. Jeez, Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, everything looked good for them, and... um, there was a little bit of controversy after the game. Um, we won't speak of. We won't. Yeah. Uh, they, I th- I, the game didn't actually finish. They ended it early because of that. Yeah. Right. Um, there was a fight. We have our very first special guest here, uh, the director of athletics here at Coward Hall, Mr. Dan Mulford. How are we doing? Great to see you guys today. Good to see you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Hey, this is a learning experience for all of us. <laughs> all right. Uh, the first question is, what was your dream job growing up? Yeah, so... Uh, believe it or not, when I so for the for the audience, I'm a Calvert Hall grad, so I graduated in 2005. Um, when I was in middle school and in high school, um, I started my own landscaping company. Um, so I uh, I borrowed my dad's John Deere tractor, right, and went around the neighborhood and knocked on a few doors and started cutting lawns when I was in really eighth grade, and then the springtime and summertime when I was here at Calvert Hall, and I got like like 10 or 12 lawns just in my neighborhood. Um, you know, do the math, 25 bucks a lawn. I can make my own schedule, cut it whenever I wanted to, go to the pool whenever I wanted to, go on vacation, get a buddy to cut my lawns when I'm on vacation, whatever it might be. And I started realizing like, hey, like this is this is not bad. Like I make my own schedule. It's it's hard work. I'm, I'm I was okay with like the physical labor of it. Um, so um, a buddy of mine from Calvert Hall, actually a Calvert Hall grad, um, we decided to start our own landscaping company and not just cutting lawns, but actual like landscape design and putting in like planting and mulching. And, and we got it to a a pretty like cool spot. And I'm like, well, this is, well, I think this is what I'm going to do. We're going to grow this company and be the next Maxalia, you know, I mean, you see those trucks driving around everywhere. That was what I was going to do. Um, and that was through my sophomore year of college. Um, and you know, getting into junior year of college, I'm thinking about, Hey, is this, you know, is that exactly what I want to do? Is that how I want to spend the rest of my life? Um, and the more I thought about it, the less I could see myself not being involved in athletics in some way, shape or form. Um, and so, um, that was a way that led me to coaching. Um, and so as soon as I graduated from college, um, in 2009, I was offered a job, um, to coach 
at Robert Morris University, where I graduated from, as a uh, assistant coach, defensive coordinator for their Division One lacrosse team, um, and the rest is history from a coaching perspective. Um, it was, you know, I, I th- to to answer your question, Ben, right? Like the the dream job was landscaping until I realized I could not. I don't think I could not be involved in athletics. Um, so that's that's kind of what's led me maybe to this direction. Yeah, I thought that was funny the whole time because he actually just – he started a power washing yeah, company. Your house. Was, oh, you did. Yeah, you were there with Griffin. You're yeah. kidding. You guys missed, like, the top portion. Oh, yeah, but Griffin <laughs> – it was like they didn't have a ladder or something. You know, no, that's okay. No, you guys you guys did a lot more than I could have done. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah, I was just sitting here smiling. I was like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yes. The, the um, lawn mowing. I do it in my house. You do, yeah. And I just had to ask: Is the worst part the weed, the weed eating? Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's it's terrible. It's, it's, right, right. I mean, I mean, it doesn't take that long, but then like your arms are really tired. Yeah, you you're covered around. in grass, right. and it I mean, it's just sometimes it's terrible. You wear glasses. Sometimes the rocks get in your eye. Like it's bad. When you run out of string in the middle of the yard, oh, it's just yeah. you yeah. think it's going to be a ten minute my job. It turns into thirty minutes all the time. Have to go to Lowe's, go get more. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So. Uh, very good. Um, and then speaking of Robert Morris, so we um, we heard that you got started the Robert Morris lacrosse. Yeah, so I didn't necessarily start it. My year um, was the second year of the program. So unique story. Um, here, obviously played here at Calvert Hall, graduated in 05. Coach, uh, coach Kelly, Brian Kelly, who's the head coach here, was my coach. Uh, so he's been here that long, which I think is pretty impressive. Um, got recruited to several different schools, had some decisions to make from a recruiting perspective. Res- perspective and um, one of the things that stood out to me with Robert Morris was it was a school that I could go to and number one I could play right away you know some of the other schools that I was getting recruited to I would I think I would have eventually played but I definitely wouldn't have played like immediately um, just in the way in which their uh, their programs have have been built so on and so forth um, so I think that was unique um, that I could come in immediately and and play um, and I think so I came in the second year the first year um, they had literally anybody off the street could come and just play lacrosse there. What was interesting is the school didn't even have a club lacrosse team. They weren't even Division Two or Division Three. They just started out right away, no lacrosse on campus at all, and started a Division One men's lacrosse team. And that's rare in sport is to have a team start from nothing. I mean, not even an intramural team, right? Um, so it was uh, literally from ground zero. Um, no place to play, no field to play. The football team said, nope, we're not going to play in the stadium. So it was an interesting kind of dynamic to get that set up um and so came in there as a second year um of the program and we were really um the the second recruited recruited class um and the guys that came in you know we were able to make a mark on that program you know i mean we had a bunch of guys that came from schools like calvert hall um where we had really successful high school careers and we were able to come in and kind of just form the program mold the program in a way we we could see fit Um, probably other than getting married and having children the most proud moment of of my life was building that Robert Morris program Um, they what by the time I left we were ranked number 18 in the country Um, we went from winning zero lacrosse games my first year we did not win zero lacrosse games so put that in perspective you leave Calvert Hall which is arguably one of the best lacrosse programs in the country 
and you go to Robert Morris, and I didn't win one game. And most of our games we lost by like 10, 12, 18 lacrosse goals, you know. And then you you go ahead and you end up ranked 18 in the country. Um, it was I it was it was an awesome experience. If I had to do it over again, I would do it a thousand times. Yeah, so that takes us right into our next question. Where when you heard the the uh, director of athletics position was open here, I mean, obviously big school, a lot of uh, good athletic teams. Uh, how do you balance your career with your life and uh, work? Well, I've got a phenomenal wife. I will tell you that Allie is awesome. Um, she allows me to be here as much as I am. Um, she, uh, you know, even before I was an athletic director, just being a coach's wife is some, uh, you have to be a, a special person to deal with that. Um, you know, somebody who's not home very often, who really spends more time with other people's kids than they do with yours. Um, and that's something that has been, um, the truth for me. I, I've got three kids. Um, I've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old and a four-month-old. Um, so lots of little ones and, um, my wife does a phenomenal job of allowing me to, to chase my dream, right. Of being here at Calvert Hall, a place that was so impactful on me, um, and helping each one of our guys here at school, um, experience, um, Calvert Hall and, and specifically for my job every day, the athletics program in a way that I feel is, is really important. Um, something that, that I was able to experience. Um, but you know, one of the things that is, is awesome to me is, um, and for, for the audience who doesn't know, I was the admissions director before this. And what was, what was intriguing to me when the athletic director position came open was, you know, my five-year-old son Knox. He, when I, when I was in the admissions office in the evenings, when I would go to different admissions events, he could not come with me. Like you can't bring a five-year-old to an admissions event, but, and when I'm here for a basketball game or a soccer game in the afternoon, Knox can come here after school and hang out with me, and that's okay. So it, I was able to kind of build more of a work-life balance um, in this role that I have. Not that my kids are here with me every single game. That's certainly not the case, but they have that opportunity maybe to spend a little time here on campus. Um, so it, uh, it, it's a lot, right? There's you, you spend a lot of time on campus doing lots of after hour, if you will, uh, things with our games and practices, so on and so forth. Um, but it's, um, you know, when you, when you've got a, a phenomenal wife at home that allows you to do it and then the ability, um, you know, to maybe bring your kids with you, it, it works. Um, this was, wasn't written on the question list, but is there any like unexpected challenges or things that you didn't think that were going to be in the job description of athletic director? Um, it's a great question. I'm not sure it's unexpected, but definitely um, one that's that's a fun challenge. Probably the biggest challenge is, you know, in a, in a school the size of ours, 40 athletics teams, I've got well over 100 coaches, um, and all 100 plus of those coaches are extremely passionate about their sport, about their team, um, and we want that a thousand percent. We want each one of our coaches to think that their sport, their team is the most important. That's exactly what we're going for. Um, but there's a lot to balance from an athletic director standpoint with that is is keeping everybody happy, making sure that we're working with each one of our coaches. Um, that has been a um, it's certainly been a learning opportunity for me. Um, you know, just in the first six months I've been a part of this. Do you have any ideas you would like to implement as the director of athletics? Um, you know, one of the things I talked to our administration about 
going through the process of potentially being the next athletic director is really trying to make our home events or our home sporting games, sports games, more like an event. Um, you know, when you go to a Calvert Hall basketball game, I want you to feel like you're going down to, um, you know, a Maryland basketball game. I want that feeling when you walk in, like the the music's there, like you're ready to have a party, right? We've got great public address announcers. Um, you've got great concession stands. Um, you know, during the game, you know, at halftime, I'd like to work on getting, you know, some halftime events for the fans. Um, you know, we're, we're working on, you know, what the the music and the sound effects and just the entire fan experience, not just for basketball, for every one of our sports. Um, so that's a goal for us. Um, that's definitely something that I've worked with Ms. Ladke in the communications department um, a lot with. And you're going to start seeing a lot of that, especially as we start um, the basketball season here. Yeah. So, yeah. I couldn't have said any better. I, I've always thought, I mean, that's – Event we tried to remember we tried to do them at some point. Yes, Parisi was all over it. But yep, couldn't get it in the works. Yep, but yep. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Hopefully, get you guys involved in it. We'll so do it. yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any mentors, and what's the best advice they've given you? Um, you know, one of my coaches at Robert Morris, um, back in the we talked about it back in the the year that we did not win a lacrosse game. The one of the one of the best pieces of advice that I have taken from him is. Put your the hardest thing to do every single day. When you think about it, right? A lot of people don't, the hardest thing to do every single day is to put your feet on the ground when you're laying in bed. Once you put your feet on the ground, then like you can do it. But if you really think about it, if you like the easy thing to do is just to turn that alarm clock off, put the pillow over your head, pull the blankets up over, and just go back to sleep. Right? That's the it is right but as soon as you put your feet on the ground and you get out of bed everything else should start flowing right and it should be pretty easy and that's yes but you once you get there like then you're moving you know and and that's that was something that really stuck with me and it and it it was relevant at the time because we were the worst college lacrosse team in the country and it would have been easy for us all just to pack it in and quit, right? But he reminded us, you came here for a reason. You knew it wasn't going to be easy, but just do your teammates one favor. Put your feet on the ground every single day. Um, and regardless of, you know, what I'm not looking forward to coming to work or if there's issues going on with whatever it might be, I always tell myself, if you put your feet on the ground, everything else will just come after itself. Um, so that's that's something that I've taken with me since the uh, you know the first couple of years in, in college. So, uh, What advice would you give somebody that's in a new position in the workplace, such as the athletic director? The, the, to me, um, and, I, and I think I've, I've tried to do this um, as much as I can, is not come in and fix something that isn't broken. Um, clearly, you know, in my role, as the athletic director of Calvert Hall, arguably one of the best athletic programs in the country, um, it's not broken. You know, we've won a ton of championships. Mr. Eckrell did a phenomenal job for 40-plus years. I didn't need to come in and change every little thing. Um, so my advice to, 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 to folks who are starting in a new role or, or kind of getting their feet wet in a, in a different kind of way of work is 
just kind of make sure you figure out the lay of the land before you start making all these drastic changes. Um, and that's something that I've really tried to do in the athletics office is lean on Coach Ward, our assistant athletic director, who's been here for several years, and uh, Miss Pacek, right? Miss Cindy, she was actually the assistant in the athletics office when I was here at school. So, I mean, she's she knows it all. She knows exactly what how the, our athletics programs work and what the athletic department looks like. Just learning from them um, and just trying to figure things out and see if there's just little tweaks that I can make for the first year. And then going into next year, see if there's anything, if at all, right, major that needs to be changed. And, and then vice versa, if you're coming to a program which is not which is not athletically established, then like your experience at Robert Morris, you can establish a culture. Absolutely. Establish a culture to get yes. to that sports level, which is an elite level. Sure. No doubt about it. Yep. And last but not least, do you have a favorite quote and why is it your favorite quote? So I saw that question, and I hate to burst your bubble here, Ben, but I don't have one that I have on my wall or taped on my bathroom mirror or anything like that. Um, yeah, putting your feet on the ground every day. That's that's kind of like a, a motto, right, that I use. Um, you know, but one thing I, I do, like on Twitter, right, I follow a bunch of leadership kind of Twitter gurus, if you will, and and I just like watching quick videos of like the best way to lead, right, or or just a line about what is good leadership, and and you learn a lot either in a positive way or or a negative way, and something that I can relate to, or maybe something that's not relatable to me, but is really interesting. So um, I always try to be try to be learning, right, and and trying to continue to grow on that side of things. Um, so. Um, I hate to say it, I don't have a specific quote, um, but but from a leadership perspective, I'm always looking to learn. Yeah, so the first time, this is one of my favorite quotes, the first time I stepped into the locker room, the lacrosse locker room, mm-hmm. on your walls, mm-hmm. it says, um, focus on the process, not the result. Absolutely. That's one of my favorite ones of all time. I had yep. it in my JV baseball locker. I mean, sure. Yeah. So, it's, it, well, we thank you for your time. Sure. For being our first guest. Yeah, of course. For all of us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. We've got sports news. Yeah, sports news. Sports news. Um, Frank Reich. Frank Reich out, out in Indianapolis. Out in Guess who the interim head coach is? It's Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. Love Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. I think Peyton should coach and Jeff Saturday be the assistant. Peyton should be the OC. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, it's really interesting to fire a head coach. Um, Justin, mid- I mean. Midway through the season. Yeah. Like it that, happens. Jonathan no. Taylor's still struggling in the backfield, not even it getting happens. carries at this point. It happens, but I feel like it—you're already in week nine. Yeah, I like, mean, I it's feel different. Like, I feel like if you start out like, like I don't, I can't really name a head coach who I think would be on the hot seat at the beginning of the season. Um, maybe Cliff next year. Like if Cliff Kingsbury next year starts out like zero and three, it's like okay, he's fired. We can move on. Mm-hmm. But like this is week nine. Like you're in the thick of it right now. Yeah, I mean, like into I know the it's thick a, of it. I know it's right. like a different yep. sport, but the Blue Jays fired their manager like halfway through the Charlie. season. It's, Chuck it's, it's not a good idea. Exactly, like, it's just bad. Phillies, yeah, bad know, for fired. team morale. It's yeah. um, like I mean, like Steve Nash. Like that's a good example of somebody getting fired. Like just the fact that Steve Nash had a head coaching job is crazy. yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, but it was like a prove it thing. Like okay, ten you're ten games in, you have one of the most loaded uh, duos in basketball, and then you're just gonna like. You just got to prove yourself, and he obviously didn't. The Nets aren't playing well, and he got fired. So it's like it just didn't make much sense to me, but I like Jeff Saturday, so I'm happy about that. 
Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Roquan Smith, now a Raven, wearing number 18. Yeah, that's ugly. That's ugly, dude. He yeah. played well. He did but play he, well. A couple oh, he was so good. It does not matter how well you play. You cannot, you cannot make wear 18 as a you linebacker. You cannot make number it's 18 so look good. I can't deal with him. Patrick Queen. And Queen wearing six. You it's, can only be like – the only got, person that looks good in 18 is, uh, is Peyton Manning. No? I say AJ Justin Green. Jefferson. I say AJ Green pulls <laughs> off eighteen. I, I, we just named off two people. All right, um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like watching. It's like when you watch your defense, it's like you have like everybody's in the secondary because all the numbers are like secondary numbers. Exactly. It's like the the one guy that always pisses me off is uh, Melvin Ingram. What is he like? Number where's like seven yeah, or it's something? Like, it's like come on, like um, dude. And it, I don't know what make Patrick Queen just like he's think, that guy. In his head, he's like. Yo, I'm gonna go to yeah. number six. That's hard. Like, what are we from doing? 48. Right, from, from 48. Right, from 48. 48's a good number. Good linebacker number. Like, it's good. I mean, it obviously didn't make him play better. It actually oh, made obviously him play worse. I think his PFF grade went down from 48 to six. Um, happens. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. He's the truth. Didn't have. I mean, the passing game wasn't there, but rushing. Let's, <laughs> it's let's, never, it never let's is. It never is. It never is. He had 17 completions for 123 yards and three oh, touchdowns. Typical, <laughs> typical. 123 yards in the air and then three On touchdowns. 17 complete. Yeah. Less but, than 10 yards. But this is the good part. He had 15 rushes for 178 and a touchdown. That's the most rushing yards ever for a quarterback. From a quarterback, I, know, I believe. nuts. Yeah. Um, he had what thirty fantasy points. So no, it was like I, I think it was forty in like, wow. my league. Okay, he, um, he's even picked up. Anyway, so yeah, that's I could like I'm saying like uh, a few weeks ago, like we talked about the design runs that were oh, providing yeah. more points, and they were toe to toe with the Dolphins' offense all game. Dolphins are a good, and team. we yeah. saw. I mean, design runs they worked their way into like uh, rolling out. And then well, you make it, a pass, it, it but, but not even just Justin run, Fields. Pass game, right. Last night oh, with yeah. the Ravens, you roll Lamar out wide open, um, likely, likely down yeah. the field. I mean, just right. do that more often. It opens up your pass game. You do that more often because I mean, he's a run first guy. Well, Lamar no. is always a it, run it, first it guy. It makes the, in my opinion, it makes the linebackers take a step. The inside linebackers, if you've been running the same look all game and it's been a quarterback design run, and then you switch it to a play action, right there, you're gonna. You're obviously going to get the linebackers to freeze or step up, which is going to – if you run somebody in the middle of the field behind the linebackers, they're just going to be wide open. Exactly. So, it, like, if you're the Bears, this is the best situation to grow your offense because now, you, now you've, now you like, elevated Justin Field as a dual threat, dual, dual. Um, dual and, field. Yeah, and it's it's a nice change of pace, I think, for the Bears fans. They've been struggling for a long time Especially, with their offense. It's not like the season really – you know, got to be creative. You got to try out new stuff. Obviously, yeah. They the got to realize if they can't gotta, get any worse. They have to figure out if Justin Fields is that guy for the franchise, and if not, I mean, then he, you got to move on. He, his ceiling is very high. Exactly. Um, but we're gonna move on. The, the commanders, commanders' owners are selling. Dan Snyder asking just for one. seven. Just one owner. Okay. Dan Snyder is asking for seven billion dollars, and the expected buyers Jeff are Matthew Bezos. McConaughey and Jeff Bezos. Well, I thought um Jay Z. I, I did, yeah, Jay Z. I've got Matthew McConaughey and Jeff Bezos right here. Why would you ever want to buy the Commanders franchise? No, it's 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 a good it's a good franchise to buy, in my opinion. I mean, you look at their games; they have fans to show out. Um, like you can build a culture there, and the culture was brought down. There already was a good culture there when they had John Riggins and whatnot, and they won three Super Bowls. But you have Dan Snyder come in, who's uh, he's basically torn, he's torn the culture down. The culture. It's no long. It's not like a sleazy franchise just because of Dan Snyder. 
So it, you can bring somebody else in. They've got the pieces. I feel like they still need a quarterback, but they got to figure out. A you've got um, you've got the pieces to be a good quality team, and you you also need a new stadium because Dan Snyder built oh the the most dirt Don't cheap stadium, stadium ever. So like if you're Bezos, and you buy the team, like it's not the money thing isn't an issue. Like you're gonna buy the team, you gotta make a new stadium, build a new stadium. Like that's not an issue. It's just like setting the culture. Um, so. I think it's good. I think it's good if you're a Commanders fan. Like I feel like oh, I've been, sure. they've been wanting this for like yeah. ever. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's, that's it for football. Yeah, football. Um, Kyrie Irving suspended and may never find himself on yeah. a, a NBA roster ever. Again. Um, he had some anti-Semitic <coughs> remarks. He's got a bubble in the throat, yeah. big dog. <laughs> he some anti-Semitic remarks. Um, and it was just he was suspended by uh, was it the team or the league? I think it was the league. League, yep. Yeah, because Adam Silver wanted him to apologize, and like Kyrie he did, wouldn't. but it was not sincere. I think yeah. he just did like yesterday. He he wouldn't, but, but now, then yeah. now he um, has to. He's so it's to. I just saw a report that maybe he may never play again because it's like the AB situation. Like you go out like on top, and then you're like like you go you you leave your team on top, and you go into it. You go into another team like. With the high hopes, and then it just doesn't work out, and you just get crazier by the second. Yeah, and then Kyrie's no matter how good he is, the drama is it worth it? Is the real question. Like, you can't even really chalk this one up to like an accident. Like it's Kyrie's just known for this stuff at this yeah. point. Like, like now you know, like it wasn't LeBron's fault. Like it wasn't Jason Tatum's or Jalen Brown because he was he was there with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, right? He was right here. Um, so like you, you, that team he, was he, supposed to be he, sick. He, he blamed their culture. Yeah, Kyrie's the problem. Yeah, he's obviously the problem. And now he's not making it work with yeah, KD. Yeah, exactly. So. The Nets are underperforming. They suck. Um, I mean, they're they're not good at basketball. Wasted talent in L.A. with LeBron um, and AD. I don't know if it's wasted not talent. Wasted. I wouldn't say wasted. I would say um, um, they just. I they saw just a headline. It. I mean, AD's wasted talent. He it sucks. was. He does not. It's he not is, like AD it was is a, still a good basketball. It's player. not like it was a I big headline. It was a Stephen A. Smith headline. But he said that he feels like the Lakers need to trade LeBron and AD because. I mean, I agree with trading AD. I feel like, I mean, look, the Lakers are now two and eight. Like, yeah, what's the value for LeBron at this point? The like, value like, for LeBron is such a, is it elevate your city? You he yeah. goes to Orlando now. Orlando's. It's a small market team that's going to be wildly more popular exactly, just because but that's, it's LeBron. That's just like LeBron would never. Yeah, he would never play for Cuban Orlando. would love that. I think he might. I don't know where he would go. He just signed no. an extension. So And who's going to be like, I know that he won't go to the Magic, but like if you're the Magic or your younger team, are you really going to give up guys like Paulo Bancaro just to give right. LeBron for a no. couple years? Like, no. I, I wouldn't. Um, unless you think. Unless you think. Uh, championships in your, in your, uh, in your mirror, and you it, with LeBron, yeah. adding LeBron would just secure a championship. But uh, with the Magic, it seems like every year they're building, they're building, they're building. What they have, Fran, Frau, Franz, Franz Wagner. Wagner, yeah, that's Michi- my guy. Out of Michigan, and they got, I mean, pa, he's Bancaro is so good at basketball. He's crazy. <laughs> I mean, um, I just feel like they're doing what they need to do. Um, so yeah, that's I I didn't mean to talk about the magic, but yeah, yeah the no, Lakers. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think that I like what they did with Westbrook coming off the bench, and I just think Anthony Davis needs to go. I think it's also I'm, does 
Maybe you know, Drummond. People like to say that Westbrook is the problem. I don't think he's he not is. the problem. I mean, maybe a few crucial turnovers late in games. Yeah, but there's there's a lot more problems that the Lakers have to right. deal with. I think the problem with trading AD is that that would mean they're almost admitting defeat. Like the, we messed. We need up. to start over. Yeah. We have a world champion in the baseball world. The Astros win in six. Uh, Jeremy Pena, your World Series MVP. He is? Yes. What was his He batted like 300 home run and four RBIs or something. That's underwhelming. He should not have won the gold glove. I just want to point that out. should have been Jorge Mateo. Yeah, I agree. Jorge was so good. I mean, but um, anyway. Yeah, that was... We'll get to that, though. Underwhelming, underwhelming performance from the Phillies. The only thing I'm happy about, Trey's a world champion. That's oh, it. yeah. Yeah, that for was sure. nice. He was really happy. Um, Dusty just wanted to party. Yeah. You know he invented the high five? What? He invented the high five. You know his name is Johnny? Nope. <laughs> Dusty's how many name wives, is Johnny. How many wives can you get? It's IE. IE? I believe it's IE. No. Let's look it up. I mean, no. Like, I, I believe you. I'm just... Yeah. Doesn't seem right. But he invented the high five, which is cool. Yeah, he's also he, like one of the. He might be the oldest coach. Uh, to he's got to be in the J O H N N I E, Dusty Baker, Johnny Dusty Baker Jr. Seventy three, by the he's way. He's a junior. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, yeah, very underwhelming series for the Phillies. Um, they seemed like they were going to come in hot, uh, and then the last few games, their offense just fizzled out. They got no hit, um, and then after that, like the momentum was just gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was an interesting World Series. I did up. like um, Harper's performances and Kyle well. Schwarber. I mean, good for him. Alec he's Boehm. he's coming back. Yeah, Boehm Boehm looked ridiculous. Yeah, Boehm had, um, I think Boehm had over a three hundred average yeah. the whole World Series. He should have won. If he would have been MVP if they won. Lost. All right, um, the MLB Award finalists haven't pulled up. Oh, cool. Um, the three finalists in the AL MVP. Wait, let me guess them. Aaron Judge. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw these yesterday. Shohei. Shohei. Yeah, right. Um, and then... Jordan? Yeah. I mean, Jordan? Yeah. Wow. I don't think this is even a competition. I mean, it's if... It's gotta be Judge. If anybody other Wait, than Judge... It's Judge, Shohei, If anybody Jordan. other than Judge no, wins, Jordan? I'll throw yeah. a fit. Jordan is so good. But yeah. no, it should be... I was just surprised. The NL MVP. Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado... Two cards. And Manny Machado. Oh. It's gotta be gold. Goldschmidt. Yeah, I it's love Manny, though. I love Manny, but no. And this Goldschmidt, no. Scott, his the, average is... The AL Cy Young, I think we know who this needs to be. Uh, wait. Dylan Cease, Alec oh, Manoa, Ver- and Justin Verlander. It it's should be Verlander. 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 should be Verlander. Verlander. There's no... The NL Cy Young, Sandy Alcantara, Max Fried, and Julio Urias. It should be You're Sandy. Right. Urias was good, though. Sandy, wait, let's see. Sandy. Sandy was 14 and 9. Sandy and who? But that's the Marlins. Like, and 2.2 with a 2.28 with a 2.28. Like that's a yeah. sick ERA. Freed was 14 and 7 with a 2.48 and Urias was uh I think it'll be Sandy. I think he was 17 and 7 with a 2.16. No, it, it might be Yeah, I think Julio is a, a beast. He's a right. 2.1 ERA. I'm going with the Sandy. AL rookie of the year, Stephen Kwan, Julio Rodriguez and Adley Rushman. I It'll think be, if Adley doesn't win it, it's going to go be Julio. I don't think Quan yeah, has, no. has a chance. Quan doesn't have a chance. Julio's it's going to be winning. Julio. It's going to be Julio. A good bit. We love Adley, though. I don't know how Bobby Witt's not in the running. But, but nobody. Yeah, I know. When you put up a 20-30 season as yeah, a rookie, wow. yeah. and we have Stephen Quan making it over. Not really sure. Come on. Anybody outside of the Orioles, 
fan base would understand the impact that Adley had. It's He's a crazy. team player. I mean, it's we, not even just his stats. We, it's his, it's we his like, dugout presence. Yeah, we were like 12 games under or something when he got pulled up, something like that. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. But he came yeah, in. He came in and he immediately. First winning record in six years. And, I, mean, I mean, like, you would see every single inning, his, he would come up to the pitchers and talk to them every that's, single that's, inning. He's done that since he was in high school. I mean, right. that's just a mentality he has. He's, he's, and don't even talk about his cannon. Oh, my God. And he's just his bat. I mean, everything. He's five-tool guy. Five, five tools. Five All right. tools. No, NL run, rookie the of the year. NL rookie he's of the fast. year. He's Brendan awesome. Donovan Cardinal. I, Who? Yeah, I haven't heard of him. Michael Harris and Spencer Strider, Michael both Harris. Braves. It's going to be Michael, Michael Harris. Michael Harris, Spencer Strider, pitcher. I mean, he was unbelievable. He was good. Michael yeah, Harris. Yeah, but Michael but Harris was nuts. Michael Harris was pretty good. Okay. AL Manager of the Year. AL Manager of the Year. Terry Francona, no. Brandon Hyde. Brandon Hyde, Brandon Hyde and Hyde. Scott Brandon Service. Hyde. It's got to be Brandon it's Hyde. It's got to be Brandon Yeah. Hyde. You bring this team from the slums back up right. here, I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, Not going to be Brandon. NL Manager of the Year. Dave Roberts, Buck Showalter, Brandon Snicker. It's pro- I mean, Brian Snicker. It's probably going to be Brian Snicker. Yeah. Yeah. Or give it to Buck. Or Dave. Or, I mean, Buck. Dave. Yeah, but Brian Snickers. It won't he's be Buck, just though. Oh. Because the Did you hear I call him Brian Snickers? Yeah, I, I, I thought his name was Sticker. Um, Snicker. But yeah, so those are. I mean, I think we. Pr- there's a lot of it clear cut, but some yeah. like like the NL manager. It's like just give it to anybody. Like no one really cares. Right. Except Buck. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, Buck's not winning it. But no. But if they I gave say it give to, it to Buck. They. He's not even like I. I love the guy, but. It's the Mets. They have like the highest payroll in baseball. So yeah, it's not too difficult to win games with uh, Degrom oh, and Scherzer. But, uh, apparently, it was because it was. It was. All right, moving on. Um, I was given this pitch this morning. I guess Dave and Nate talked about this. We are doing a all-time NBA starting five. I don't think he was giving this pitch. I think I just came to you and said somebody gave me this pitch this morning. You gave oh, it to me I this think morning. You said you were giving the pitch. No, no, no. no. I, I said I don't know if you two talked about it, but oh, you gave me the pitch. We did yeah, talk this about morning. it. So we're doing an all-time NBA yeah, starting is- five. Yeah, this is so, different. Yeah, I it's think different. David, get yeah. the get the notes out. Who's um? Get the notes out. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know who do you think this is? Right. Uh, this is professional here. How do we? We're gonna we gonna flip a coin or do I the, say uh, random number random generator number? this one. Yeah, because we haven't gone over the top dogs yet. Um. Okay. So we're doing. Yeah. Um. We're going top one to ten. Ben, you're first. You got seven. Okay. Solid. David. You want to be 10? Yeah. Okay. David got two? Ah, happens. I got one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ben first. That's ridiculous. Oh, I, gosh. I, I feel targeted by... Uh, we're going from... We're going. Are we going point guard to center, or are we just going... No, you can do whatever. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Michael. I'm going to go MJ. He's going to stay at, small, at the, the shooting guard position. Wow. I mean, David Strat, I know his Strat. He's going worst, best player at worst position. I did say that. But it but doesn't make I, sense. I'm taking it, LeBron here. I don't think there's much like argument you can no. make here. No, there's really the only reason I went Michael is I'm not a huge LeBron fan. Oh, okay. I, I'm just I don't know. I don't. That's fair. I don't think there's like. A, I mean, it's not. Uh, yeah, like going MJ one isn't really. But the three spots interesting because, like, do you go? Oh, this is really tough. I will go. Give me Kareem at the f- at number three. It's pretty good. I mean, I have um, no. And then back to you. Um, let me let me uh, get the edges. Let me set the edges. Give me uh, Magic Johnson. Irvin. It's good. 
I was good. I was thinking about Kobe, but I want to lock down my center and my point guard. I get two. I get two off the Lake Show. Played together. See now, who is the fifth best player in NBA history? That's a great question. Um, Could I answer this? Probably not. Uh, I I don't pick Kobe because ben I was Ar- not going to pick because Kobe. Ben already picked a shooting guard, so he would be like, he'd be done. Anyway, put one of them at PG. Yeah, said Kobe at PG would be fantastic. They would not squad. be yeah. fantastic. That's what I'm, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> give me. Oh my goodness, this is so. Yeah, it's tough because it's different positions. And I'm whatnot. trying to think of who. The value, okay, the value's crazy. All right, give me Tim Duncan here. Holy crap! Really? I think you took him real low. That was I could have got him in the fifth. Yeah, you took him real high. By the way, I was looking at this ra- this the complex ranking of NBA players. Is Tim Duncan at like twelve. No, or something? Jordan was one, so it was like swapped. Or no, 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 you know, Jordan was one, LeBron was two, Kareem was three, Magic Johnson was four. Exactly how we five. put it. Who's five? All right, five so I, I have a duel here. I have a duel here. He's a duel. I think I know who he's going with because he's going to take my pick. I'm going to go with Curry at the point. Wow. Second second rounder? Yeah. That's not horrible. No, that's bad. Okay. Curry at the point. I mean, he's the, he's one of the best shooters of all time. He is the he best, is shooter, the best of shooter of all time. <laughs> I mean. But like, Unless he won Jesus Shuttlesworth, I guess, at one. Like, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Um, and my then God. my center from the Boston Celtics. What the? No. Okay, well, no, 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 no. Okay, say it, say it. No, Wilt. say it, say it. Wilt. Wilt Chamberlain. From the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Nah, that's a joke. Are you joking? Uh, it's a joke, right? No. Yeah, but I'm going well. But you know he didn't play for the Celtics. I know. <laughs> no, you were not kidding. <laughs> you were. You were. You I was were. gonna say KG. <laughs> no, no, you weren't. No, okay. I thought you were gonna Wilt. say Bill Russell. No, I'm going Wilt. All right, I'm gonna take Kobe here. I mean, I don't know how he fell, but he already took a shooting guard. So. Uh, yeah, Kobe fell just because I had I had Michael first. Michael. Now, can we can we go out of position like secondary position? No, it's not a thing. Yeah, I don't really have a problem if you want to put a shooting guard at point. Do you have a problem with my with my Wilt pick? No, no, no it's no, just no. that you like. I thought I, you were gonna say Bill Russell. Yeah, <laughs> and that would have been. I don't like Bill. So like, I can't put a center at power forward. Oh, so you have a list off? Okay. I can't put center at power forward. No, I cannot. Are you gonna put Shaq at your four? I was gonna put Shaq at my four, but I guess yeah, not. The spacing um, would be crazy on that. Um, give me. Uh, what do I have? I have what. Point guard, shooting guard, and then... Point guard, shooting guard, center. Okay. I'm assuming you play Wilt at the five. Um, yeah, he's at the five. At the small four position, give me um, give me Larry Bird. Good pick. Yep. Larry Bird, Larry Legend. We have him small. What? Small? Yeah, yeah. Um, And then at my power forward position... Oh, this is tough. Oh, my. What do I have? I have the shooting guard open. So this opens up a lot of uh, possibilities. So, whew. oh my goodness! Um, at the four, give me Kevin Garnett. Okay. Wow. Wow. All right. Um, no complaints there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Solid guy. I'm gonna take Shaq. Yeah. Is that your center? Yep. Who's your power forward? Tim Duncan. Wow. Who's your small forward? Can I put LeBron at point? 
Mm, nope. You said no. Nope, you no. said I could. Since, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I said no. No this, switching. Since Ben this kid like, put his. Oh my god. Whatever. That was that was off the cuff. Ben said no out of positions because he's, Boo. he's weird. Like Boo. I would go. Boo. My team would have been crazy if that happened, but it's cool. Ben, you got a duel. My. Is your I'm gonna go with a power four. forward. Possibly one of the hardest, tough nose rebounders of all time. Who no, am I going to say? No. Who do you think no. I'm going to say? If you go Dennis. Dennis Rodman? No. Chuck Barkley. All right. It's not bad. He's a, I mean, I would have went Malone or no. or, um, or Dirk or. Nah, I'm going Chuck. You're going Chuck. Okay. He watches too much TNT. Yeah. I actually don't watch that because I hate. Um, what do you uh, hate? That's on Ernie that. Johnson? Yeah, like, I don't like listening to Ernie. You don't like Ernie? I don't like listen to Ernie. What about, I don't hate him. I just don't like listening to him. What about Kenny the Jet? Yeah, what about Kenny? I don't know. I don't. I don't watch a lot of NBA. Are you kidding me? The Riz God, Ernie Johnson. He is a stud. I love that guy. David? Bob Cousy's still on the board. <laughs> I'll take Brian Scalabrine. <laughs> oh, locking in. Locking in. Ben, okay, are oh. you up? Ben, are yeah, you up? still bad. Yeah, I gotta go with my small forward here. Yes, sir. Small dude. Small forward's gonna die after Larry and after Larry. It's like James Worthy. <laughs> Julius Irving. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are missing on a crucial really? small forward. What, the snake? Yes. Oh, right. Or Giannis. Yeah. Um, with I'm between Doc and uh, KD. Whoa. I'm going to go Doc. Who's the better net? I'm going to go Doc. All right. He's go going Doc. He's going Julius. And then we have David, who is trying to lock down his... Uh, Shooting guard? Well, can is Kobe playing the two or the one? Kobe's playing the two. Who's playing the one? Oh, sick. You need a, I need, need a point guard. guard. Point guard. This is horrible. John Allen Stockton. Iverson. This is actually so bad. Allen Iverson. Well, it's Allen Iverson or Oscar Robertson. John Stockton. Uh, John Stockton. Why not go John Stockton? Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. Just naming me white guys? <laughs> what? No <laughs> shot. You said Jason Kidd <laughs> in our all-time point guard list. He's like, good. What Jerry West? Maybe if there were six rounds. Okay. What about Jerry West? Jason Bob I'm Cousy. Not... <laughs> okay. Just pick. I'm just talking. I'm just naming all-time point guards. All right, we're going Oscar Robertson here. Ooh. Big O. You went Oscar over AI. I think defense. I length. How do you do that? AI is not. AI is not stopping I don't anybody. Know, but your charger is behind you. I don't want you to lose it. Are are we? I had have to put AI on Magic. Yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> Wait, who you picked, Oscar? Yeah. Oscar on Magic isn't any better. It Oscar. definitely is. I believe Oscar's shorter than Allen Iverson. No, he's not. Okay. No, he's not. Allen Iverson's like five eleven. Yeah. Oscar Oscar's six like five. Six. <laughs> so what? Yeah. AI is probably like six. But Oscar, I, AI six foot. But Oscar's so. okay. a, but Oscar's a mailman. So. Um, Anyway, so I got right. a shooting guard, and this is a real toughie. Is your last pick? This is a real toughie. Um, I could go Dominique, but that seems bad. I'm not. I'm just gonna look up some the best shooting guards. I'm surprised Hakeem the Dream didn't go. Hakeem Olajuwon, but he, is he a top three center? Yes. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, no he's Shaq? top four. He went Wilt. So don't know. All right. It, this is gonna. Team is a beast. This is gonna actually. be my. Wilt is one of the better centers of all Wade. time. Dwayne Wade, shooting guard. 
over Bradley Beal. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why did Bradley Beal come to your mind? I was trying to think of somebody to say for when you said whoever your all-time <laughs> best Bradley shooting guard Beal. was. All right. So you have them all written down. <laughs> yeah, it's in the uh, good old. I'll transfer it over right, to Excel. Right, right. Good old Roboto. All right, we gotta look at him to see who. Pardon. No way I'm order it. It's we gotta see who's in last. Okay, I'll I'll say the teams. So Ben Hydrick's team. We gotta go. You gotta go point guard. Yeah, point yeah. guard. Steph Curry. At the good. two, Michael Jordan. Pretty good. At the three, Dr. J. Here's where it gets rough. <laughs> at the four. That's not rough. At the, the four, Chuck. The three and four. And Chuck at the, is and at the, the five, our favorite Boston Celtic center. Well, Chuck, is, Chuck is one of the best rebounders his, of all time. He's also like six seven. Or like six, he was like, the best rebounder of all time. I Dennis. Mean, his his three to five gets real rough. All right, this is my team at. At the point, we got Oscar. At the two, bad Kobe. Yeah. Decent. Yeah, that's pretty good. At the three, LeBron. The best player of all time. So. Okay. At the four, Timmy D. He's one of the best power yeah. forwards of all and time. And at the five, Shaquille O'Neal. That's pretty good. Pretty Nate's good. team. I just hate it. that Oscar pick is awful. My team is who so good. Who else was I supposed to pick? My AI is, really? My okay. Team is so it good. doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter who you're going against. It's I just want to say every single time. time we've done one of these drafts. I've gotten hate for my fifth pick. <laughs> it was Brees Hall. It was yeah, Brees man. Hall. He's not a top. It's not good. <laughs> it's T. Not good. T Higgins. Yeah. Now Oscar Robertson. I have no say in the NBA, but that's not a good pick. Really? I thought you were an NBA guy. No. No. That's why extensive knowledge was oh. capitalized. I thought you, but I think you knew old NBA. So you knew like kind of. I mean, yeah. Right. Okay. The last dance. NBA. Nate's the team. Best team. Point guard. Magic. Yep. At the two, D Wade. Yep. At the three, Larry Bird. Yep. At the four, Kevin Garnett. Yep. At the five, Kareem. Yep. Come on. Nate Cross has the best team. Come yeah, on. I'll give that to him. <laughs> Come on now. Come I'm, on. I'm, I got to be number two. No. No, there's I'm no kidding. way. Even though, like, I like I like Will at the center position, I just can't get over you calling him a Celtic. I know you weren't kidding, too. You were not kidding. I thought you were going to say Bill Russell. Yeah, I, I was, was like, no. I was like, come on. Come Let me on, get man. John Havlicek at the three. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Anyway, I don't even think Ben knows who John Havlicek is. Nope. I think he has what eight rings or something. <laughs> Just give me a quick pick review. What happened? All right, pick review. Uh, top dogs. Ben me? and I tied. Me. At what? Six, six, and one. I was Nate Cross. One. How did we have a tie again? Um, there was a push game. There was a plus three game that pushed. Yeah. Um. Nate Cross went five seven and one. So now I th- we were all we were all tied going into the last game, and then I picked the Saints. Yeah. So the all time standings, so. I'm at one at thirty four thirty six and two, which is a forty nine percent win rate. Ben is at thirty three thirty seven and two, we which is a forty seven percent win rate. And Nate Cross is in dead 32. last with a thirty two thirty eight yeah. and two at a forty six percent win rate. Whatever. You know, it's I like I like to be ballsy in these. Ben's a follower. I'm a leader. Um, Just not true. Yeah, those anyway. sweeps that we had last week were really ballsy on our, on our heart. <laughs> oh, what's our what's our record on sweeps? I know I haven't found it yet. I thought I, it was four and five. I thought you were. All right, hurry that up. was through the first two weeks. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. rapid fire picks. Okay, okay, okay. we got to be quick. No hesitation. All right, okay. Thursday night game that is two days from now. We have oh, this Fal- is a sick game. Falcons at Panthers plus three. Um, this is a rematch of teams Falcons. from two weeks Falcons. ago. Um, give me the Falcons. We're sweeping the first game. Okay, so Seahawks at Buccaneers, minus two and a half in Germany. Sure. Give me the Seahawks. I'll take the Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks as well. Really? Wow. Ooh, that is true. The Seahawks have to really travel. With their Who about, what about the leader and the follower here? I mean, if you're a change here, you're kind of a follower. That is true. 
All right. Browns at Dolphins, minus three and a half. Browns. Give me the ah, Dolphins. I got to rock with the Dolphins. Browns. Yeah, give me the fence here as well. The Dolphins screwed me over last week, winning by three instead of four. Exactly. But it's fine. It screwed us all over, actually. So right. it doesn't really matter. It would have helped our winning percentage. Um, Broncos at Titans, minus three. Um, the Broncos are coming off a bye. Yep. Titans. Uh, give me the Broncos. Give me the Broncos. Come on, Ben. That's an easy pick. Anyway. Uh, Lions at Bears, minus three, at Soldier Field. Um... Oh, this is really tough. I picked against the Lions last week, and they actually we all picked against said the Lions. Lions Bears at Bears minus three. Give me the Bears. I'm rocking with Justin Fields. Give me the Bears. Yeah, Bears. Can't go with the goofball. I oh. can't go with them. The Bears. We Give do another Bears. sweep. I can't rock with the goofball. We're at fifty minutes. Um, Texans at Giants minus six and a half. Ah oh, man, this is a tough game. Oh. give me the Texans. I was gonna say give me Wolf the Texans. Spread? Uh minus six and a half. Towards the Giants. Yeah. Um, Giants. Oh, Ben might Ben might be in for a hot week this week. He might be killing it. Saying you might be doing good. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. Are we gonna do this? Let's go. Um, <laughs> uh, Jaguars at Chiefs minus nine and a half. Jags. 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 Easily. Yeah. Mm. Chiefs. Wow. Oh, wow. wow, Ben's really good. Ben's either going to be in dead last or he's just <laughs> yeah. going to be absolutely destroying right. us. Vikings at Bills minus five and a half. Give me the Bills. Yeah. Bills. Bills. Nice. Stupid Bills had to lose to the freaking Jets. That was a good And what's that, his though. name? And, predicted that, and Josh though. Allen um, has he Tommy hurt? John. Oh. Uh, give me the Vikings. He has Tommy John. Give me the Vikings. Owner collateral A, but you know who the backup is. Who? It's Case Keenum. Give me the Vikings. Oh, my God. Change my pick. Change my pick. Revenge game. I'm taking the the Bulls. The Bills. Give me the Bills. I mean, Josh Allen's not going to play. He probably will. He ain't no wuss. You just said it was Tommy John. He's got got swelling in the ulnar collateral ligament. He's going to be out for this week. The UCL. They have Naheem Hines. That should be able to cover the damages. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, Saints at Steelers plus two and a half. Give me the Steelers. Steelers. Oh, give me the Saints here. Wow. I mean, I did this to the Ravens last week. Same exact spread and whatnot. Well, actually, the Ravens were favored by two and a half. Um, but anyway, let's move on. Colts at Raiders, minus six and a half. The Colts are so bad. They the get Raiders an interim head Jeff coach. Saturdays are You know what? Good. There is a new interim head coach in Colts. town, Colts. and it doesn't matter. Give me the Raiders. <laughs> actually, never mind. Give me the Colts. <laughs> You're the following Ra- again. No, the Raiders blew so many leads. I think they've blown three 17-point leads this year. We all want Colts. Yep. Oh, man, but I don't really feel confident about that. Anyway, Cardinals at Rams. Give me the Rams. The Cardinals are so bad. I turned you up. Why? I'm so loud now. You're very loud. You're fine. I'm so loud. Yeah, you're a little loud. <laughs> uh, um. All right, yeah, so the, the Cardinals are really bad. I got the Rams. You have the Rams. You have the Rams. I don't think uh, I any, ever picked anybody. What was the spread? <laughs> Minus three Rams. Rams. You know who I'm picking. Cardinals. Davis got that. He's, He's never going to go away from the Cardinals. He did. He did like last week or two weeks ago. I said something. I was going to. And never did. <laughs> and and never. then I picked the Cardinals and then they did not cover. So um, Next game. And you went with the Cardinals again. Cowboys at Packers plus five. The Packers are really bad oh at football. Goodness, give me the Cowboys you know what? here. Give me the Cowboys. You know what? Pack. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers said they need to simplify the offense. Don't know what it means and I think they're going to win. Give me the Packers. David? 
Cowboys. Wow. He is not good at picking games. Who's in the last place? He is in the lead. It's been off a whim. What can I say? Um, okay. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Wait, our all-time record, we have two ties, right? Yep. All right, cool. Um, Chargers at Niners, minus seven. It depends if Mike Williams plays, but I don't think he'll play. Um, I don't think it really changes much. I got the f- charges. No, it's the spread that's throwing me off. Yeah, it's, it's minus a big, seven it's a, and a half. It's a large seven, so I got the Chargers. I was going to go the Chargers as well here. Give me the Niners. No, I'll take Niners. Yeah, Give I don't. Me the Niners. I, yeah, I don't like Dave. Dang, <laughs> it's messed up. All right, game of the century is a Monday night game at eight fifteen at Lincoln Financial Field. Commanders at Eagles minus eleven. The Eagles. <laughs> commanders a lot so of controversy bad. in the Commanders uh, owners box, but Gibby or give me the Commanders. Didn't do anything. I was going to take the football team. Give me well the here. Commanders. Give me the Phillies. I'm done. I'm out. Give me the Phillies. I win. You are not out. You did not win. I won. All right, we're done with that. Um. We We're need done. to end this podcast because I'll be it's up all night editing. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Let's go. All right. Uh, everybody, have a good night. Uh, Mackley. We enjoyed I our will. first guest, Mr. Malford. Right. We, we had fun with that. We had fun with him. Colin Mackley. Good night. We look forward to bringing more guests on soon. We, might, we might have one next week. Colin Mackley. We, we'll tell you. We might have one next week. Oh, yeah, we might discuss. We might. Secret. Secret. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, Colin Mackley, and stay classy, Colin.